oh, man, how can it get any better than what we just did? I don't know. Well, it's going to get better. Are you sure? I'm positive. Wow. Because part two of the Mary Bird show is what we're going to do right now. Oh, well, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Welcome, kids, to You Good, part two of the Mary Bird show. Once again, I'm your host, Nick Kena, and this is my good friend, Mr. Dylan Jacobus, my producer slash co-host, my sidekick. Janitor. My jack-of-all-trades. Taylor. You're, really? You're taking that role? Window washer. These pants really could use an adjustment. <laughs> if you're up to the task, I need a lot more room in the crotch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's see it. <laughs> okay, here you go. Such a great songwriter. Aww. I, I've I've never I've never heard one of your songs and gone. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. Like, eh, eh. Oh, Write a song and then I listen to Natural Woman. I'm like, eh. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> it's no, it's no Natural Woman. <laughs> or just anything by Joni Mitchell. Eh. <laughs> oh, you're well, you're you're our Joni Mitchell. You really are. You're 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 Jersey Mitchell. Jersey Mitchell. Oh, I'll take it, man. Jersey Mitchell. Oh man, it was like one of like first yeah, first time I heard you singing at at that gig at fifty four. Um, I think you were doing a Joni Mitchell song when we it's walked possible. in, and but I was just like I was, I was just blown away. I was truly blown away the first Aww. time I heard you singing. It was just it was it was a game changer. Fine. It really was. Making you know? me blush. And, and well, and it's it's just great to see. It's great to know someone like you. Uh, because it, there's, it's such a fucking boys club. It really is, and it's been that way forever. Like you know, like since like when my dad was was coming up in this racket in the sixties and seventies, it was always a boys club, and you'd see like one or two you know female lead singers or you know female acts. But like it was, it was always kind of like a novelty. They like that like, like it, where it wasn't. Well, it wasn't a novelty, but that's kind of how it was represented. And that mm-hmm. was treated. Yeah. And and it's just it, you know, you know, it's great to just to, to know people like you because you know you 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 make it not a boys club. You, you bring <laughs> you bring you bring this this great energy into every room you work in. You know, and and it's just it's so it's always just such a treat to hear you play, and, and oh, like, I feel you. I feel so lucky right now because you're just sitting here playing like just for me and Dylan. We're gonna have our little private show. Brought a tear to my eye. I gotta say, <laughs> beautiful. Aww. Oh man, that's really a did. great song. Oh my god, that was Thanks. beautiful. Thanks so much. So, um, when did you start? When did you start hosting open mics? Uh, I started hosting open mics probably somewhere around fifteen ish years ago, maybe twenty. Um, I don't know. It's hard to keep track of everything, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the first open mics I hosted, like thoroughly by myself, was actually at this little bar that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, it was called Maggie Moore's, no Maggie Mays, in Lincoln Park. And it was in the flood zone. It was like one of those places. I think, yeah, I think it was Maggie Mays. I think Maggie yeah. Mays. Yep, yep. Um, my friend Dave Lazar, who I never see anymore, but great guy. He. Uh, he got in touch with me and let me know that they were looking for a host. So I did that every Tuesday for a couple of years. And then um, I started uh, co-hosting at Hennessy's 
in Morristown. I was kind of like swapping weeks. The guy that was doing it couldn't make every week happen anymore. I was like, I'll do it the other weeks if you want, because like I love it. It's fun, you know. And I'm learning how to be a sound woman at the same time. Right. It's, it's like, like on the job training. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. You know, like you figure out how to like, you know, because you on any given night anywhere from like 3 to 17 different guitars and vocals are going to walk in the door and you yeah. got to figure out how to and, how and a lot to, of those yeah. guys don't know how their presets work mm-hmm. yep, yep. <laughs> so you have to compensate and a lot of people don't know how microphones work right. <laughs> <laughs> you know so it's yeah yeah it's really, that's uh, one of my favorite things about open mics is not only being able to just watch people grow as artists which right. is always wonderful oh, yeah. see people build confidence and you know like I get to watch people just like come into themselves join together and form bands Right? It's just mm-hmm. it's such a nice thing to be part of that community and to be able to like, you know, host that and foster it, you know, like be mama bird. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, actually I think your open mic at the Dublin pub was one of the first ones I started going to. Oh cool. Maybe before I even went to yours, Nick, at the exchange. Mm. Because I had my acoustic guitar, and I don't really play that anymore. So yeah. you, bu- you actually you busted that out a couple of weeks ago, I did. and I was so I happy did. to hear it because it's such a cool, weird acoustic guitar. Yeah. What, yeah. What's what's the make on that? It's an Ibanez uh, Montage, I think is the is the model. The Montage. It's a good name. The montage. The montage. Let's go to a Montage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> cut. <laughs> my very first guitar is an Ibanez. Yeah. yeah. They're great. Is great stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, I still that's that's my loner right now. I bring that out to open mics for people who I don't know to borrow. Right. You know, if I don't know how you're going to treat it, then you can, you know, and there's I mean it's a great guitar, but it's, you can't possibly it's, hurt it worse than I did when yeah, I Yeah, it's well they're, they're, they're workhorses. Oh and yeah, I used and to drag that thing around like Central Park without a case, you uh-huh. know. Actually, it was uh, my friend Patrick Fleming uh, was at my open mic a couple weeks ago. He settled in Texas and he was up in Jersey, so he came in, but I was recalling how he gave me my first guitar case cuz um, I used to the exchange actually as well that was a Monday open mic like mm-hmm. 20 something years ago and I used to just walk in with this guitar with no case all the time and he would always yell at me like you take care of your guitar kid <laughs> come on and he so one week he just walked in he's I got this old case I was gonna throw it out just just take it take care I just, of I just I just I just did the same thing actually this guy Steve's been coming to my open mics uh, he just uh, he's, he just moved here from Pennsylvania and he's walking around with this this old K acoustic guitar and no case, no like not like so I just I you know, I was like, dude, here, just take this gig bag, just take it, because like it's something. It's, it's something. not a hard exactly. case, but like, like it just exactly. it was killing me to watch him just and he just leaned up in the corner by oh, the yeah. by the door. That was me. That and was like, me. You're, you're, like you're putting it in the foot traffic area. It's not even in a bag. Like it's gonna fall. The neck's gonna snap. And I'm gonna feel terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just for my own heart, for my own, for, for my own sanity, <laughs> for my take this fucking gig back. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a similar sentiment to when Patrick was giving yeah, well, me. You know, he was like, "Kid, oh my god!" And it gets back to that. You know, we're you know we're helping each other. Like you know, we it, and that sense of community. Mm-hmm. If you see somebody that, that needs something and you have it, and, and you know you don't need it, just give it. Yeah, give yeah. it to, give you it to have them, it you know? to spare. You just yeah. It all it all comes back. It really you know? does. It really does. You know, it's you know, on that cosmic level. You know, and it, like it's funny. Like I like I went out to to Delaware to do Chuck and Jill's wedding, and uh, I was all bummed about losing the money. I wasn't like really bummed. Like yes, you know, I was like you know looking at my bank account. I'm like I'm really losing money, missing the gigs, and then. I get back into town and I get a I get a text message uh, from Mr. Krabby's. I'm like, hey, can you can you fill in on Saturday night? Like, oh, 
money back. Sweet. Yep. <laughs> I just got it back. Like, yeah. thanks, universe. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I've had those exact scenarios happen where, like, you know, I was, like, having kind of a busy month. So I was, like, you know, like, you know, gave away an open mic mm-hmm. to somebody who needed it. Uh, and, you know, then, of course, you know, something else happens. I'm like, shit. I shouldn't have done that. Like, ah, you know, car breaks down or (laughs) whatever. But, like, in two days, somebody calls up on, like, a Tuesday or something. Like, hey, can you do this? I'm like, there it is. There (laughs) There it is. I found it. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Faith restored. (laughs) Thank you, universe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was, um, I remember, like, my, the first open mic that I hosted was with my dad up in uh, this bar in Pearl River, New York, a place called Southbound. It's it's the old train station. It's a functioning train station. Nice. Um, with a bar in it. Like they just bought the they bought the building. The train still stops there. It's like but everything's automated. You, know, right, you, don't, you don't have right, to go right. to a ticket booth. You just go to the machine on the on the platform. And uh, so they just turned it into this really nice like Tex-Mex bar owned by this really nice British couple. Yeah, cuz yeah, we think Tex-Mex Jolly good. Jolly good. Let's open up a tortilla stand, shall we? Yes. <laughs> but uh, we started doing this Wednesday jam. Some bangers and mash on yeah, your taco. Ba- bangers and mash <laughs> taquitos. <laughs> Sign me up. I think they those were, are Irish, actually. They were, they were, so, they were so nice to us. And we'd, we'd, we'd go in there. We'd do this open mic on Wednesday nights. And and then I you know, I really got a taste for it. I was like, this is, this is a really fun like a fun thing to do because it's just this this community mm-hmm. and I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't get I couldn't shake that bug of, of that just hanging out with other players and just kind of just like bullshit and talk shop and 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 see how people are progressing and watch people try out new stuff you know and like you know yeah. and get experimental yeah make people feel comfortable because yeah, that's a lot of it too people come in there it's all the nervous, platform for it you know yeah. so yeah you tweak you tweak the sound enough where they can actually hear themselves and you're like that and then they all of a sudden they feel better yeah <laughs> yeah and like I've had like people come to me and like you know like I've had a couple of guys ask me to help mix stuff for them like when they're recording. And I'm happy to oblige. And it's like, you know, it's like, I, I, I never sound as good as I do at your open mic, dude. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, make it sound like that good on the on the on the CD. I'm like, I'll, I'll try. And I go in and you know, just listen and tweak, you know. But like, come like when I was when I was growing up too. Like my my father would take me to gigs. He was, I, you know, when I was like 12, 13 years old, he started taking me to shows, and I would sit at the bar and drink root beer and eat French fries and get fat. And, and then, but then I, I'll, yeah, that's kind of how it happened. But, <laughs> it was, it was so good, and then we're free. <laughs> but um, he would he would look at me from from the stage and 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 like you know he he just like kind of point at the band and go yeah like thumbs up thumbs down, and then I'd walk around the room, and and then I'd kind of like third base coach I'd give him signs like I'd make this like air guitar, and I go guitar up make the sign for bass which is you know left hand does plinky fingers pointing up right hand makes plinky fingers going down that's bass <laughs> and then I'd say bass down and he'd look at me like no oh, I'm like yeah turn it down <laughs> dude you're too loud <laughs> he'd get all you know, oh, sorry fuck? dad yeah you know <laughs> and like you know the drums weren't mics so I'd just be like drums suck <laughs> <laughs> he worked with some really great musicians but like it's funny like the dr- the drummer's that aren't very good, they stick out in your head. When you're like, you know, like when you're on a jam and somebody comes in on drums and they just they got one speed, that's it. 
they got no finesse. Those those guys always stick out in my head. It's just like, oh, why were you there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why did you have to be here? Oh my god. Oh man. So um, what was I gonna ask you? I had I had something else. Shit, what was it? <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So when you're not playing, what's what is what does Bird do with her bird time? Uh, well, two days a week, I take care of my adorable nephew. Um, who's he's, he'll be three in December. Junior, junior. Yeah, Kenny Junior, junior. Hashtag Kenny Junior, junior. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he's he's just great. It's so much fun to be able to have have that nurturing part of myself fulfilled without having to have my own child. Right. It's know? so fun to be like I, I love being an uncle because it's like I, I see my nieces and I'm just like hey. Yeah. Hey, well, and I get the full yeah, thing. Like I done. get the I get the dirty <laughs> diapers. I get the temper tantrums. I get all of it. So you know, it's like I get all of. I get a full parental experience in two days. <laughs> <laughs> Diapers are still my line. I, no. I, I, I just can't. Oh, I, I can't. I fine. can't. I don't know. My nose is super sensitive. I'll, yeah. I'll just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I don't know. It's, it's if it fun. was my kid, I would suck it up. I, yeah. would, I would. Actually, what I would probably do. You ever see uh, Silence of the Lambs? Um. I'm not a horror person movie Okay. At all. Well, like, there's this scene, they're, they're, they're doing an autopsy, and everyone in the autopsy room, when they open up this body bag, everyone grabs Vicks, like, vapor rub, mm-hmm. and just puts two dabs under the nostrils. Oh, uh, okay. To, to mask the yep, smell. Yep, yep. If, I, if, if it was my kid and I had to change a diaper, that's probably, pro- I would probably handle it like yeah. a... Treat like, it like an autopsy. Like, treat it like, exactly. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> exactly. that's a real thing. My oh, mom, yeah. My okay. mom works at a hospital. Um, she works in the... In the Which hospital? Uh, Marstown. Really? My mom worked there. Really? Yeah, she, she was in the NICU for like 15 years. Yeah, so she did. Uh, you know, she did. Right. Yeah. Can you no, believe that? We're going to talk about the installation in there about 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. She did geriatrics and then she did. Um, then she worked at a pediatrician's office. And, sure. you know, both sets of people. Was it in the Gloria Center? Poop a lot. Um, I don't know. Because that's the. I know they put that's in the children's the, That's wing. the new children's yeah, center. She was gorgeous, at, um, too. Yeah, and, we did the dancing child thing up there. That's right. Yep, yeah. Yep. The company I used to work for, Jeannie Mulligan Incorporated, um, We, I was part of the team when we put that up. I got to. Oh, no, got, she got to ride do, a cherry picker. That, that, it was fun. That's always fun. <laughs> she didn't do pediatrics at Morristown. She did it at an office in Danville. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But like both, you know, both. Danville, that's my both hometown. Both kinds of people poop their pants. Yeah, it's yep. true. And, yeah, she and hit both spectrums of that. And the doctors that's, put the vaccine That's, that's so funny. Yeah. It, both our moms worked at the hospital. My mom saw them on their way in. Your mom saw them on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> and they were all How pooping their pants. And they're all pooping their pants. <laughs> You're not cool if you don't poop if you your don't pants. don't poop your pants. I still poop my pants sometimes. <laughs> oh, it's oh, happened. Oh, man. It happened, you know? Sometimes. Oh, time on the road. There's been, oh, there's been so many, like, God. Oh, and then you see the sign, next rest area, 62 miles. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. Turn the music up. Open the window. It's just <laughs> we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it. <laughs> clench, clench, clench. Breathe, clench. Shifting, you're shifting in the driver's seat, and I don't Hot have sweats. Cru- Hot sweats. and I don't have cruise control, so I got to keep one foot on the gas. So I'm like shifting left to right. Oh no! You know the 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 the, the two the knee buckled sprint to the bathroom. <laughs> Well, I usually do keep uh, toilet paper in my car at all times. Likewise. And, and a shovel. So, Likewise. You know, like, yeah. I, well, shovel, I shovel I have I don't no have. stranger to pooping, uh, not just in toilets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go camping a lot and, you know, and I drive a lot. So, you know, not all of my poop goes into a toilet. Many moons ago. Uh, TMI with Mary Bird. Uh, uh, 
I got another, I got a poop story. I got, so I was many years ago. This conversation's gone to shit. It's truly this is this is the last show we're canceling the show right now. No, but um, a, a friend of mine, uh, my 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 very good friend Jill, uh, not not Naughty G's Jill, actually the Jill that I named my bazooki after, okay. a very old friend of mine. Uh, she she and her girlfriend at the time asked me if I would drive with them out to Las Vegas. They were moving to Las Vegas and they were nervous about doing the drive like an interracial gay couple driving through Texas. They just were they were they were freaking out about it. And they asked me if I would do it. I was like, yeah, sure. Fuck it, I'll go. And we were driving through Texas and we stopped at a Dairy Queen and Joe got a chili dog against every one of my warnings to not get a chili dog. At an ice cream joint. At a, at, at a Dairy Queen in Vega, Texas. It's this little tiny town like five miles from New Mexico. And she, she, I want a chili dog. I heard Texas has the best chili dog. I'm like, yeah, but not Dairy Queen. <laughs> and not in the car. We still have to make it to fucking, we still got to make it to Albuquerque for the hotel. Like, no. Because no. that's where we make our left coin. In Albuquerque. Yeah, exactly. That's where we make the left. And so she gets it. And I don't know, 20 minutes into the drive from that Dairy Queen heading to, to the hotel, she's like, you got to pull over. And I look, at, I look in the rearview mirror and look in the back seat and she's sweating. Like hard. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, here we go. I pulled over on the side of the of, of I-40 in New Mexico, mile marker like eight, I think it was. But I I definitely took out my road atlas and marked an X, a big X. X marks the spot. And I wrote Jill Shat here. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend Tommy used to have this thing where if you if you were traveling, you haven't officially visited a state unless you've pooped there. True story. That's, so he'd be yeah. like, well, you know, I know you drove through there, but did, did you really visit did you, Maryland? Yeah. Mm. You know, like, nope. Didn't, did you get didn't to know officially Maryland? Visit Maryland and you really made it if you clogged the toilet. Oh. I just did that in Asheville last week. Well done. <laughs> and a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, so Kenny Junior Junior takes up a couple days of your week. He does, and that's that's awesome. Yeah. What uh, what else, what else do you do? I I I know you're you're into uh, you crochet and. Yep, yep. I make a lot of things out of yarn. Um, I also. And you I mean, make... I spend a lot of time rehearsing, and I spend a lot of time emailing and, and promoting, and you know, there's a lot of a lot of the non-performing activities that take up a lot of, more time yeah. than I would like. The the things that I don't enjoy doing but need to be done. You know, I do spend a lot of time in front of my computer, which I I don't like to do. But if you don't if you don't hustle, you don't work. <laughs> True story. Yeah. Because if I ain't doing it, nobody doing it for me. Right. Yeah. It's, but, um, it's the thing about being self-employed. Yeah. If you're not yeah, working, yeah, you're not making money. If, yes. Yes. Which <laughs> yes, is why yes, we're so always sweet. working. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of that. I mean, even you know, making up set lists and mm -hmm. you know, there's so many, so many. You know, when I'm performing with different bands. Uh, but I also I like to hike when I can, and I like to kayak when I can. It is becoming the season to ride my snowboard, which I cannot wait for. You are a very outdoorsy girl. I am an outdoorsy girl. That's which is the, awesome. You know, many many poop stories, not in the toilet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have and I have a lovely family. So whenever I have free time that I can spend with them, I I do spend as much time as I can with my family. Right on. They're they're just. Great, you know. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Well, Thanksgiving proper, I'm working. <laughs> On Thanksgiving? I am. I was uh -huh. off for a gig. It's a good gig, um, good money. So I'm doing a trio with uh, Pete Lister and Joe Cerati. Um, we are playing Thanksgiving dinner at the Rylanden. 
Okay, that's um, a cool spot. Yep, yep. They had a, a band that uh, couldn't make it, and they asked us if we were available. So uh, the three of us just kind of, you know, we were like, you Wait, how much is it? And we were like, yeah. yeah. You all collectively, <laughs> you all like, in a collective decided to disappoint all of your mothers? Well, no, it actually worked out. <laughs> I've been doing that since I was born. <laughs> No, I don't mean that. I, my mom is my biggest fan. I, she was a, at my show on Saturday, crying, telling she me is how such she's, a sweet, oh, no. sweet lady. I, I just, my mom is very supportive and very proud of her. She gives really good hugs. She does. She does. She her does. and my aunt Amy are the best huggers I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I totally forgot what I was saying. <laughs> so your Thanksgiving plan. So, oh yeah, thanks. So that's so, so Thanksgiving but we, we actually decided to. Um, to my family is doing Thanksgiving on Friday. Okay. So that works out well. But also, you know, I'm just one person. It's not like I, you know, would be missing Thanksgiving with like a husband and kids and things like that. You know, like if if one one of us is absent, it's you know like might not even be noticed. There's so damn many of us. <laughs> <laughs> Big family. Big family. Yeah, we're um. Uh, yeah. Scott. That's yeah. Mike. So that's, that's Mike. Sure. Yeah, city, okay. city Limit. There's so many musicians that roll through so here. I can't remember their names. <laughs> well, that's good. So you get so rattling in on uh, on Thanksgiving Day. Yep, yep. They'll be serving dinner. And you're on your way right after you play this next song. You're on your way to uh, to the Dub Pub to host Open which Mike. Is every other Wednesday, and every then your, other and your other Wednesdays are at Table Forty Two in Dover. In Dover. Hi, Chuck. <laughs> 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 and we've still got the Sundays at Poor Henry's. Yeah, we still have Sundays at Poor Henry's. Yeah. I love that room. Oh, it's a great room. That is and a actually, great room. Uh, well, I don't know how early this gets on the air, but this Saturday I'm playing at White Eagle Hall in Jersey City for a performance. Well, the what are you doing months. the weekend after Thanksgiving? Because this is going to air the week of Thanksgiving. Okay, okay. So I will have already played that show. Yes. And I'm sure it was awesome. <laughs> so let's, let's yeah. just let's, let's, let's assume it was great. And it was a great we'll show. Good show, great. Mary. It was thanks, great show. thanks. It was, you know, we all did it together. It was a I community was there. Effort. It was great. Yeah, it was amazing. You, you took your pants off. <laughs> I don't remember that. I do. You're very hairy. <laughs> well, now I guess I have to go and I have to do it. Yes. Well, yeah. If you don't go and take your pants off, because that's not, be. yeah. Because otherwise, otherwise the picture the butterfly effect things yeah. are going to go crazy all over the place. Is she back to the future? Come on, like this is like now that we've you've already dictated what time travel is gonna, what's going to happen in the future. Right. We've talked about time travel in this show a couple times already. This mm. is crazy. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so what are you doing uh, like the weekend after Thanksgiving? Where are you going to be? Uh, that Friday, I will be at the Panther Pub in um, Alamuchi from eight thirty to eleven thirty, and then actually that Saturday, I'll be back at Table Forty Two <laughs> right in Dover from seven to ten. And then, and then Sunday Poor Henry's. Sunday Poor Henry's. That's your night. That's my all right. That's my night. Sunday Poor Henry's. <laughs> and I'm out of town, so all right. You got to be there. I got to be there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to play for us now? What's this? Well, what's uh, what's what, how are we going to wrap up part two? I'm going to wrap up part two with a new cover that I learned. Mm. It's a Joni Mitchell song because we talked about her a bunch, and she is just the bomb diggity. And this song is uh, yeah, that, thur, the strap thur, over thur, the thing. Thur. I know how to play guitar. Um, so this is the first time I heard this song. I'm gonna take those off right now. Uh, was it an open mic in Portland, Oregon, probably about 20 years ago? I was there hanging out with my buddy Sammy, and we were, uh, you know, I played played some music, done some Sam stuff. So I'm really bad at talking and tuning at the same time. Was that Sam McGill? Everybody no, is. No, that was my friend. Sam Hodgden, who's still in Oregon. Hi, Sammy. 
So this young lady walks in and plays this song that I had never heard before by an artist that I was unfamiliar with. And I was just enthralled at this song. And that's how I found Joni Mitchell. And it took me 20 years <laughs> about to like, you know, get up the confidence or whatever to try to figure out how to play this song. And I learned it because my friend Laura Thurston, who's an awesome musician down in Asheville, was up a couple weeks ago and my friends had hired me to play their Bob Ross painting party. Wow. Yeah. It was so fun. So Laura was up, so we're going to do the show together. And um, I've seen like, Laura a couple times. She's, and she's great. Been up here. She's, she's really wonderful. great. I actually, want, I want to get her in here for the show. Yeah. Yeah. She travels the, through a bunch. The, she would the, love to do yeah, it. The, the, nutty, the Nutty G's sent her my information. I hope to hear from her soon. Cool. If you're listening to this, Laura, give me a shout. I'd love to get you in the show, man. So she, we were we were uh, talking about the show, and she was like, oh, I used to cover that Joni Mitchell song. She talks about being a painter. You know, I should see if I could remember it. And then I was like, oh, man, I've been wanting to learn that song for, like, 20 years. So um, she ended up not remembering it, but I ended up sitting down and figuring it out. <laughs> so uh, it's called Case of You, and I love doing this song. I'm still new at it, so if I screw up, I'm really sorry. But not sorry. But sorry.
get dehydrated crying so much. Oh man. Oh, you're just I'm here you're, to make you cry. <laughs> just too, you're just too gosh darn good. It makes me. It just makes me happy just <laughs> just to listen to you. I just, <laughs> Oh my God! I can't thank you enough for, for oh, doing thanks this. Thanks so much for having me. This <laughs> you good? Is so, yeah. You good? Yeah. She's Are good. you good? That's I'm the good. name of the show. That's exactly the name you of the good? show. Oh yeah, yeah. You good? I'm you great. Good? I'm good. I'm good. You good? I'm good. Oh my God. <laughs> Mary Ruth, thank you so much. I love you. I love you. You're one of my favorite human you. beings on the planet, and you every and every day you play makes the world spin a little bit. Okay, now you make me cry. Shut up. <laughs> you well, good? You good? I'm great. It's eight. It's eight oh one. You gotta get to work. I gotta go to work. <laughs> go clock in, bird. All right. Uh... <laughs> I'm still really mad about George Lucas and the whole McClunky. I know. I, you know, these things take time to get over. They do. I mean, I mean, like having Mary Bird in the in the studio tonight. Um, it was a respite. You know, from this constant pain that I feel in my in my heart and my butt, hmm. um, because of what George Lucas has done to our collective childhoods and butts and butts and butts. Fucking George Lucas. Anyway, but yeah, um, <laughs> this was a really good show. This was a really great show, and for Mary, like, hey, and our first cover, Mary Bird played a cover. That's true. You know, we didn't ask her to play a cover. She just, that's what she wanted to play. And I can't blame her because, you know, it's Johnny Mitchell. Yeah. I mean, fuck. You go to open mic and, you know, you're going to play a cover. You're bound well, to play a cover. It's very rare that you hear anyone covering Johnny Mitchell mm. at an open mic. Um, you know, it, like, you know, like you know, amongst the women that come to the open mics of mine, um, it kind of blows my mind that they that, that 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 there aren't more girls like you know singing Joni tunes because hmm. she's such a great she's such a great and prolific songwriter. I mean she you know she changed she changed my mind about a lot of things. She 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 was just so influential in my early days, and uh, obviously with Mary Bird she was also very very influential. Apparently, and so. you can well you can hear it in Mary's in Mary's uh, original stuff too. It's yeah. very you know it's you, you you can tell who her influences are, and Joni's mm -hmm. definitely definitely high up on that list. And I know she I, I know she wouldn't disagree with me on that. Mm -hmm. uh, we won't find a we'll easily find a voice like Mary's though. Nope, no, she is a rare bird, a rare bird. Mm. And one of my favorite people in the world. And that was a great show. I really enjoyed listening to that. So, kids, you can hear this on iTunes, on Google Play, and on the Spotify. Go to nickkeena.com. Also, don't forget, kids, this show is brought to us by our good friends at the Original Music School of Morristown, shaping young minds for over 15 years. Fantastic teachers. Great staff. And, I mean, when I talk about one of the cleanest music schools in the world, it really is probably one of the cleanest music schools I've ever walked into. I mean, you guys vacuum at least once a year, right? Yeah. 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 And it shows. <laughs> <laughs> so go to OriginalMusicSchool.com, kids, to check out OMS. And uh, the first lesson's free. Or call 973-998-8977 and schedule yourself your first lesson. The first lesson's free. And Dylan's the guy answering the phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Be there. Or else. Dun, 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 dun. Thanks a lot, Dylan. Hey. Hey. Good show. Music.
Folks, you've been listening to You're Good, hosted by Nick Kena and produced by me, Dylan Jacobus. Intro and outro music written, recorded, and performed by the very same fellas. And as always, this show is brought to you by the Original Music School, your one-stop shop for lessons, production, and recordings such as this. Be sure to follow You Good on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. And please give us five stars. And thank your lucky stars. We'll be back next week with a brand new guest and brand new tunes for your ears to enjoy. Stay safe. Don't talk to strangers. And tune in next time for You Good? You Good. <laughs>